the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith, where the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell. We're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and your concerns. Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, the number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. Well, tonight we come to part two in our brand new series on Contending for the Faith entitled The End of Both Ways. Coming from Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 14. So today, everybody's talking about all the different ways to go and find the right way and the wrong way. And when it comes to religion, people talk about many paths, many directions, and many ways to go. But what does the Bible have to say about the way and the true way to go? Well, stay tuned for the answer to this and much, much more, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that uh, introduction there. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be blessed by our program tonight. So we have started this new uh, series uh, on the end of both ways, the end of both ways. And, you know, uh, that's a a powerful title uh, because we're living in a world today uh, that thinks that there are many different ways uh, to uh, God. And we want to destroy that uh, argument. I just want to let you know uh, from Matthew chapter Seven, and let me read it in your hearing, Matthew chapter 7. And if you have your Bibles, would you uh, please go to your Bibles and open it up and follow along with us. It says in Matthew chapter 7, this is Jesus speaking, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereof. He says, many there be that go therein or thereof or thereat. So it's going to be a lot of people on that road to hell, on that road to destruction. And our job is to preach the Word of God, to teach the Word of God, and to try to get people off of that road to destruction. Um, And then Jesus says in verse 14, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and edification and exhortation of his holy word. 
I want you to understand uh, from this uh, passage of Scripture, as I said last week, that uh, this is a challenge to true discipleship. Uh, This is a challenge to an extreme disciple, a radical disciple, a person who goes beyond uh, just saying, I'm a Christian, I'm a churchgoer, and that never commit to maturing to that level of discipleship. This is a wake-up call because Jesus is saying that there are going to be few people that's going to make it in. Now, Jesus also said on another occasion, many are called, but few are chosen. He kept uh, narrowing it down to a few people, and we got a lot of people in churches. We got a lot of people talking about uh, Christianity, and it is so true that, like the old black song, Negro song, everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. And that is so true. They can talk about it, and uh, they can sing about it. They can shout about it. But if you're not uh, living a life of committed discipleship, you may miss out on this place called heaven. Now, I want you to understand that I'm talking about the area of an extreme disciple. It's one who is really committed to denying themselves, taking up the cross, and following him, Jesus Christ, daily. Now, I told you last week that in, uh, from Matthew chapter 5 through up to chapter 7, Jesus is kind of like uh, talking on a soft, gentle level. But when you get to Matthew chapter 7, and you start to get deep into it, Jesus becomes extreme in his teaching. He becomes radical in his teaching. He becomes uh, extreme in calling people to go beyond churchianity, to go beyond just having their names on the church list, to go beyond just being outside the church, not fellowshipping and being committed to the things of God. So the Jesus that uh, the Bible talks about is an extreme Lord. He's an extreme Jesus. He's a a straight shooter. He is also a narrow shooter. He is one who tells you like it is, and either you're going to accept it or you're going to reject it. And that's what happened in John chapter 6. We see that uh, his sayings were so hard that Many followed, many disciples followed him no more because a lot of them were following Jesus for the wrong reason and for the wrong motive. And we got people like that in our churches today. We got people like that who call themselves Christians. They got the wrong motive. Jesus is a straight shooter, Jesus is a troubleshooter, Jesus is a narrow shooter. And So we're talking about the end of both ways, the end of both ways. You need to examine yourself tonight and say, am I walking in that area of discipleship or I'm just calling myself a Christian? Because Jesus said, this way to heaven is narrow. There's a lot of people in our families that's not going to make it. A lot of people that's in our churches are not going to make it. There's a lot of people who say that they're Christians that are not going to make it into the kingdom of God because Jesus said, few there be. So our job as pastors and 
teachers and leaders is to make sure that we preach this extreme message. We preach this radical teaching. Now, I want to say that this title of the end of both ways is a serious title. Everybody's trying to find the right way in life. I can say an amen to that. Everybody's trying to find the right way in life. They're trying to find the right way to exercise for the new year. They're trying to find the right way to eat and and diet. They're trying to find the right way to sleep, the right way to make money, the right way to find a mate for a relationship or uh, for marriage. They're trying to find the right person to uh, vote for. They're trying to find the right person uh, in the right career. They're trying to find the right job and the right religion and the right church and the right all of this right stuff, see? Uh, And uh, we can get deceived by trying to find so many right ways, and, and there's only one way. See, uh, Jesus here in uh, Matthew 7, uh, he talks about the word way. And you notice verse 13 that he mentions uh, the broad way. And then in verse 14, he talks about the narrow way. See, there's a, the end of both ways. There, there is a broad way. And I'm not talking about Broadway in the cities, the streets called Broadways, even though there's a lot of people on that Broadway is going to hell too. Uh, Jesus says there's a Broadway using the word way, W-A-Y, and then there is a narrow way. Jesus is a troubleshooter. Jesus is a straight shooter. Jesus is a radical extreme teacher. And when you have these churches going around talking about Jesus' only love, Jesus is, uh, he cares about uh, every religion and everybody that's uh, homosexual and lesbian and those who commit fornication and adultery. uh, All they got to do is repent and then go back to doing the same thing again and they'll get into heaven. My friend, if you believe that way, you have a straight ticket to hell. Not because I'm saying it, it's because Jesus is saying it. So, again, the title is The End of Both Ways. Notice I'm meddling with this word, way. Now, I want to talk to you about uh, two ways you can follow. Two ways that you can follow. You can follow the broad way, or you can follow the narrow way. Most people in our world today is following the broad way. And I want to challenge you tonight, if you keep uh, traveling on that road, you're on a road to destruction. Now, let me just say this, that this narrow way is the first way that I want to talk about and develop. So there's two ways. That's what Jesus said in Matthew 7 and uh, chapter 7 and verses 13 and 14. He mentions two ways. Now, the first way 
is the only way, and that best way is found in John 14 and 6, because Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. Here again, he grabs the word way and says that I am the way. The truth and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. We got all these people talking about, you know what? I like Jehovah's Witnesses, you know. Uh, we believe in following Jehovah God. Well, if you uh, ignore Jesus as being God, the Word made flesh, God, and being the Word that's made flesh, the Word is God, then you have. You have not the right way. You have the wrong way. You have the broad way, not the right way. And Jesus says that you cannot know the Father unless you know me. you got to understand who he is first in order to know the right way. And following him is a narrow way. Jesus said, enter in by the narrow way. This is not the popular way. This is not the tolerant way. This is the way that the world is in opposition to when Jesus says, I am the way. There is not many ways to God. There is only one way. How do I know that? I know that there is only one way because Acts 4 and 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's one way, and that's Jesus. In Jude 3, it talks about contend for the faith that was once for all delivered unto the saints. That's where we get our name, contending for the faith. It's from Jude 3. Contend for the faith that was once. It doesn't say a multitude of ways the faith has been given. It's been given once. Now, this is the narrow way. Jesus is a straight shooter. Jesus is a radical shooter. Jesus is an extreme shooter. And either you're going to be extreme in humbling yourself to hear it, or you are on that Broadway that's going to lead to hell. Now, there's a second way that's found in Proverbs 14 and 12. This is the second way. See, the first way is John 14 and 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Now, the second way is found in Proverbs 14 and 12. There is a way, notice the word, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. That's another word for destruction that Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Now, Jesus mentioned the end of both ways. There is a narrow way, there is a broad way. There is a narrow way, there is a straight way to heaven, and then there is a broad way to hell. Now, I'm going to say this in conclusion. A lot of people say all roads in religion and cults, they all, all of these paths lead to the same place. And I generally say this, yes, they do. All roads lead to Jesus who's the final judge, the final juror, and the final one, but other ways lead to the great white throne judgment where you'll be judged. Now, I'm going to say this. 
All roads lead to Jesus. I don't care what religion you're in, cult you're in, you're going to be led to Jesus in the end. Why do I say that? I'm going to say this in closing. Because Philippians chapter 2 says, Every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. We want to hear from you. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open, and we want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. I see you guys tiptoeing around that dial. Stop tiptoeing and start letting your fingers do the walking and give us a call. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. And once again, we want to thank everyone who's been praying diligently for contending for the faith. Without your prayers, we wouldn't have been on the air for the past eight years. You know, can you believe it's been eight years, Dr. Buckner? Amazing. You know, and uh, prior to that, we were on the air for nine years. So we've been on the air about 17 years total. And it's through prayer. It's through your dedication. Uh, We wouldn't be here without you. And it's that simple. And so we just want to thank those who've been praying for us and those who have partnered with us financially to keep us on the air. People like uh, Bomani and Camila, Bruce, Gail, Mary, June, Jackie, Kim, Valerie, Jim and Kim and William, without you guys and many, many more, we would not be able to stay on the air. It costs us 400 a week to stay on the air. And we really appreciate each and every one of you for your faithfulness. It's so important. That faithfulness, that consistency of prayer, that consistency in giving keeps us going, keeps us on the air. Dr. Buckner and I don't receive salaries. We don't get paid from this. We spend a lot of our time and energy, and, you know, I come from Sacramento, he comes from Tiburon, and these are not around the corner from Fremont, California. So, but in spite of all that, um, all the funds go right back into keeping this show on the air, and it's that simple. Um, So we need your support. We need your prayers, and we need you to step up. And if you've never given, maybe now is the time. There's two ways you can donate. Send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith. Post Office Box 553, uh, uh, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And the second way is so much easier. Um, just go on your computer, your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet, whatever you have, and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button, and it's that simple, and you will be making a difference 
in the lives of people across uh, our listening audience for time and eternity. You, you won't know till you get to heaven the impact that your giving has as you see a multitude of people who made it into the kingdom because of your generosity. It's, it's money that's going ahead of you. It's money that your it's treasures laid up in heaven. It's that simple. And it's a, an amazing thing that you can do and bless people by your giving. So we want to, we want to just, you know, encourage you. Um, just a quick note. We will be out of the studio next week, but we'll be returning February 4th. Uh, we will air a program from the best of contending for the faith. So next week won't be a live broadcast, but we will have a, a best of contending for the faith. So you want to tune in. Don't miss that. And in addition to that, we have a really exciting announcement. Dr. Buckner is going to be teaching a class on spiritual gifts and rewards, part one. Now, this class will begin Monday, February 20th. It's right around the corner. Um, it's going to be at 6.30 p.m. at the East Bay Baptist Association office located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. So this is a nine-week class. You don't want to miss this opportunity uh, if you're in, in, the, uh, in the Bay Area and, and can attend, or even if you're not and can get down here, I would, I would encourage you to do so because you'll be, definitely be blessed by over 40 years of Dr. Buckner's uh, training and take advantage of the knowledge that God has blessed him with, and you will be excited, blessed, and have some great information uh, as a result of attending this class. If you're interested, uh, contact Dr. Buckner. He, you can reach him at area code 415-721-1778, or you can email him at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's J-L-B-C-F-T-F at Comcast.net. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. I appreciate the, uh, those announcements, and we are excited about this class, and we want to really encourage people to um, give us a call because you'll really be blessed by this class, and uh, don't worry about uh, wondering about the financial end of it. We will work with you on that, and so because the most important thing is for us to get you in the class so you can be blessed by uh, the um, teaching that the Lord has given me. And we all need to know what our spiritual gifts are. You ask the average Christian, what is their gift? And they wouldn't know. So this is a way that you can discover your gifts and or gift and start utilizing for the body of Christ. And, you know, we're going to stand before God and give an account of what we did with our gifts. That's why it tells us in 1 Corinthians 3, uh, the Apostle Paul says many will suffer loss and they will lose out on rewards because they never did uh, come to grips with what their gifts were and their talents and use it for the glory of God. I always say that uh, all of us will be judged by three T's, what we've done with our time, our talent, and our treasures. Those three T's, our time, talent, and treasures. So we want to make sure that we uh, come to grips with all of these T's, and this class will help you to come to grips with that. And as Brother Gary said, we appreciate all of the uh, support. We need to have people to step up on a greater level because after the holidays and after Christmas, uh, people are trying to catch up on their bills and and do these other things that's of necessity. But uh, ministries like ours, they suffer greatly because people— have uh, become MIA. So we want to encourage you to 
step up to the plate and knock a home run. All righty, Brother Gary, let's go to our, our callers. All right, <clears throat> let's go to somebody we've never, ever heard of. Dr. Butner, his name is Cece. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one there. <laughs> I, I know you had to chuckle with that one there. <laughs> wow. Uh, how you doing this evening? Um, how you guys doing? Oh, right. We're truly blessed. How did the, the Word of God touch you tonight? I mean, every 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 it's like every week. I mean, it's I mean, it's never fail. I mean, it's I mean, it's always awesome teaching. I'm always holding on to every word. It's, it's like when what you say you finish. I'm like, oh, because I mean, it goes so quick. It's like wow. I just wish it could be longer, but I really agree what you say because I mean, even on a general, you know, and even maybe even a lot larger perspective. A lot of people I talking about it earlier. They think that many ways to get in and you, you think about mormons or jehovah witnesses or some people think because they gave you know they gave money to the poor i mean so everybody has their own perspective and what it is you show people what god's perspective is so it's not what okay what i think or what i believe is what he thinks and so you said that you know you did a really good job and you made it very very practical to you know to where anyone can understand and i really i really appreciate that because some pastors they do use passages like that but then They'll just go over your head. They use a lot of big words and terminology. People are like, okay, well, what did he say? And so I really appreciate, you know, because I know you're very, very knowledgeable, but you break it down where we can, you know, understand, and I appreciate that. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, your input and uh, feedback as well, and that blesses us as, as well. And uh, what's on your heart tonight? I know you have a question. Yeah, I had two questions, but I'm, uh, I'm, I probably, I probably just ask this one in case the other one, in case you don't have enough time. If this question I've been wondering, I've been trying to ask you this question for a while. Um, how would you know? Because I have a friend; um, he's a young adult, and he's, he's met a young lady. And how would he understand? How would he? How would he go about knowing if she was the right one for him? Like in, 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 in essence of like you know for, for marriage, because he's courtship right now. But how would he know if this lady was the right one for him? What would what would be the necessary steps that he would take as a young adult? Um, in He's a Christian, but by the way, and he says he says he's a believer. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Okay, that's a good question. Well, what I would challenge him to do is to really uh, do an in-depth study of, um, of of 1 Corinthians and really get into it on a deep level, especially uh, 1 Corinthians uh, seven, uh, 6 and 7, and really get into that deeply as well as Ephesians. I would uh, challenge him to get into that as well, because it really challenges, uh, you know, uh, single people in those areas. And he needs to look at the basic principles of uh, uh, dating relationships and that, uh, number one, that uh, he needs to stay pure and and holy and righteous before God, uh, because God uh, demands that of us. And then secondly, uh, he needs to remember the words of the Apostle Paul. That's why I say you need to really do an in-depth study of of 1 Corinthians, and even 2 Corinthians, but 1 Corinthians, and, uh, you know, Paul talks about be unequally yoked with unbelievers, what fellowship has light and darkness. And so I uh, need to know those basic principles there. And then um, I would challenge him also uh, to uh, get some counseling um, if he's involved with a local church to just uh, see a um a uh, person who has experience in counseling in this area so that he can uh, go and get some tips on that. But it's just a basic thing. you got to make sure that 
he's living in the light of holiness and righteousness and purity uh, because the Bible uh, commands us and demands us to do that, and that he makes sure that the person is uh, a Christian themselves because we are, we're to be unequally yoked with unbelievers, and then to never put himself in an isolated state uh, where he can uh, be at risk and she too. So they need to be accountable that way. Uh, but these are basic principles that a person needs to come to grips with in dating relationships and to make sure that his walk is really mature in the Lord, because if he's not mature in, in knowing the Word of God and, and really being the man that God calls him to be uh, in understanding what a godly man is, because if he doesn't understand what a godly man is, he's not going to be able to relate to a, a godly woman. So he needs to really make sure he's in the Word, growing in the Word, maturing in the Word, understanding what it means to be a godly man, and it will just come naturally. If he's a godly man and he's walking in that, he's going to walk in that godliness with a also a godly uh, female. Gary, you want to add to this mm, as well? Yeah, I would say also it's really critical. You, you asked the question, how do you know? How do you know? And the reality is unless you're spending time with God on a daily basis, you know, we are— at our church, we call it chair time. You're in the chair. You're spending that time in the Word. You're spending that time in fellowship with God. You set that time apart every day. And when you do that on a consistent basis, you will know God will speak to you about these issues of life. And, you know, God's not trying to hide stuff from us. You know, it's not a game with him. Um, we just need to ask him and, and know and when we spend that time, that quality time with him on a daily basis, God will reveal things. He will give you vision for your life. He will give you direction, you know, and he will put the brakes on in relationships that are, are going to be harmful um, to you. And I think it's important for your friend to make sure that he's doing that first, that he's got a like Dr. Buckner said, he's, he's, he's being a godly man and he's, he's maturing. But in order to mature, you have to spend time in God's word. You have to spend time with God, listening to God, not just praying your list, right? You know, we all have our list that we pray, right? God, give me. I need this. I need that. But, but when we, at, at the end of, the, uh, of our time, we also need to sit still and listen what God would have to say to us about our relationships, about our lives, about our direction, about what we do with our time, talent, and treasure. These things happen in that quiet time. Your friend needs everybody within the sound of my voice should be having that chair time, that quiet time every day with God. You know, I believe 80% of our problems go away if we just did that. But we don't do it. We get up, we run, hit the door, grab a cup of coffee, and we're out the door and gone. You know, only time we pray is over our food, our, our Cheerios. <laughs> you know, we got to stop all that and spend time with God so that we know the mind of God, that he, you know, he is our Abba, our, our daddy. You know, his desire is to spend, you know, just like we have kids, we want to spend time with our children. It comes natural. How much more does our heavenly father want to spend time with us? It's so critical. Amen. Amen. So so well said, Brother Gary. 
We only have a minute, uh, Brother Cece, and we'll try to get your question and next question next time you call in. But what's your prayer request so we can pray for you quickly and we want to get to our next caller? But what's your prayer request? Thank you very much. And I was um, also asked just to pray for me, um, pray for my family, and um, pray in light of that situation for, for that young man, um, you know, with this young lady who came in his life. And my mother and my father, get, and lift up Will Smith, and, you know, that's and however you got feel led to pray. I know you only got a minute, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much, <clears throat> Brother Gary. All right, Lord, we just thank you, Brother CC. We pray you continue to bless his life, help him with everything that's going on, meet every need that's represented in his life, Lord God, physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, financially, whatever is going on, Lord God. Your word says that my God shall supply all of his needs. We lift up his family, that you would bless them and protect them. We pray for Will Smith and many others who are in the entertainment industry who need to know you just as well. We also pray for our nation, Lord God, that a spirit of unity would come across this nation. Lord God, we lift you up, Lord Jesus, because you're the Prince of Peace, and we pray that you would bring peace to our nation, that lives would would be touched and changed by what you're doing in our country. We pray for our leaders, Lord God, that you raise up leaders that would lead by following your lead, Lord God. And we just pray, Lord God, bring peace to our nation, bring unity to our nation, Lord God. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, CC, for your your call. Thank you very much. All right. God bless. Brother Gary. Well, I hear the music, and it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. The number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Give us a call. We want to hear from you tonight. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Barry, pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 5329. Don't be shy. Pick that phone up and give us a call. We still have about 15 minutes left in the broadcast to entertain your questions and comments. If you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. And once again, we just want to thank all of you who have been praying for Contending for the Faith, as well as giving to this ministry. It's so important. <clears throat> Without both, this, this broadcast would definitely not be on the air. We have uh, been on the air now for about 17 years off and on, and God has been blessing us. We're still around. We're still here. And that's because of the faith, <clears throat> the faithful prayers and the faithful giving of you, our listening audience. So we want to encourage you tonight. It costs us $400 a week to stay on the air, but you guys have blessed us to be able to do so. And we just want to encourage you to keep being consistent in your prayers, keep being consistent in giving, especially this time of year when giving historically dips. Uh, We don't want to dip right off the radio dial. We want to continue to be here to minister, to do the the work God has called us to do. So there's two ways that you can give. One is send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith. 
Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith. Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Simply go on to your tablet, your laptop, uh, your smartphone, uh, whatever access you have to the Internet, and click on contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And hit the donate button, and it's that simple, and you will be a blessing for time and eternity. In addition, we just want to call your attention to a class that Dr. Buckner is going to be teaching. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's coming up Monday, February 20th. Uh, the class is entitled Spiritual Gifts and Rewards Part 1. It's going to be an exciting class. You know, every believer should know what gifts God has given them. He's placed them in your lives for a specific reason, and it's not just for you to sit in a pew and do nothing. God has blessed you with gifts that the church would be edified, built up, strengthened, and that you accomplish what God put you on planet Earth to accomplish. So it's so important to understand what your gifts are, and I think this class will be a blessing to you in that regard as well. It's going to happen again Monday, February 20th at the East Bay Baptist Association office located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. This class starts at 6.30 p.m. And so we want to encourage you, come out, meet Dr. Buckner, take advantage of his over 40 years of, of, of biblical knowledge and training. You will be blessed. It's going to be an exciting time. So if you're interested, uh, the best thing to do is contact Dr. Buckner himself. He, you can, he, he can be reached at area code 415 721-1778. That's area code 415-721-1778. Or you can email him at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's jlbcftf at comcast.net. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for those announcements. And uh, let's get to uh, our next caller. I believe it's Ray. Ray, how are you doing? Okay, how are you? Well, we're truly blessed. Thank you for hanging in there with us. And uh, what's on your heart tonight? Yeah, I was wondering, um, why is it so hard to find uh, gospel tracts that show how to be saved? I feel like that's a calling. You know, I've done a lot of that in the past, and it's real hard to find where I can get the truth. Because mm-hmm. people have, you know, where to believe, but then they throw this other stuff you've got to do, too, and all that. It's not in the Bible. I mean, things after you're saved, that's when God starts conforming you. It's not when you get saved. I mean... If you had to do that, then most of us are not going to know whether we're saved or not. Mm-hmm. And I just want to tell somebody the truth, because there's tons of verses that says, believe on Jesus. They don't say, believe and repent and do this and do that. That pe- it confuses people to death. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering why it's so hard. It seems like it used to be easy to find good tracks, because I don't want to lie to people. I want to show them that they just have to believe. Yes, do you have, do do you have any tracks? Huh? Do you have any uh, tracks? I need to get some again now. I've had them for a little bit. Uh-huh. What's the what's the business. one that you which is the ones that you used before? Well, I got some for some uh, one guy from Mike Gender, and he gives stuff to Catholics and stuff. At one time, he was a Catholic, and uh, I've used those. And there's one place, a Berean, uh, not Berean Call, but it's another Berean thing that's in uh, Wisconsin. Um, it's Grace Churches. They had some tracks, basically. I yes. remember the exact name, but those are the ones that I've used for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a famous track. Uh, what was the name of that? Is the um, I'm trying to recall the name of it now. Is the uh, Five Spiritual Laws or something like that? Uh, oh. Yes, the Five Spiritual Laws. I think that's the name of it. 
um, something along that line. But you may want to four spiritual laws. Yeah, four spiritual laws. I know it was something close to that. So uh, you uh, want to uh, get that uh, track um, because uh, that's one of the best that's out, the four spiritual laws. You ever heard of that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, get yeah, that. Quite a bit more. Yeah. Yes, get that because that's the that's the best that's out uh, right now. And uh, the other thing is, um, uh, you, it's good to get some good training uh, on evangelism as well. Now, let me recommend to you uh, because I taught a class uh, on evangelism, and so let me recommend to you a really good book as well. And it's a small book, but it's a powerful book. And it's called How to Give Away Your Faith, How to Give Away Your Faith by Paul E. Little. Uh-huh. Yes. Little. Yes, Paul E. Little. Matter of fact, the word Paul means little. <laughs> yes. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. what the word Paul, because Paul was a, a small man anyway, the Apostle Paul. Uh-huh. So... Uh, and then you also want to get the book that revolutionized my life, and I learned about this from Walter Martin, who was one of my mentors, uh, Secret Powers. Secret Powers by Dwight Lyman Moody. Uh-huh. Th- that's a uh, tremendous book uh, on witnessing, and it also prepares you on uh, how to be filled with the Spirit of God so that you can plug into that secret power and be used by God in a mighty way. And and you need to, uh, you know, have a, a good working knowledge in the area of evangelism because that's evangelism is telling about God. Theology is thinking, oh, yeah. uh-huh. thinking about uh-huh. God, and the apologetics uh-huh. is defending for God. And so you need to have a basic working knowledge in those areas. And uh, why don't you try to get those books and— um, you know, once you get them, uh, then get back with us. And then I want to give you another pointer before we let you go. Um, if you look on our website, you know, www.contendingfaith.org, and, and I, I've written a lot of different articles, and I wrote a lot of them for several of them for the Christian Research Institute, and I did an article for them oh, yeah. on um, how to witness to the nation of Islam. Now, the thing that's interesting about that article is that I give all these different tips. Even though it's pointed to the nation of Islam, you can use all of those different tips on how to witness to just people other than the nation of Islam. Those tips apply to anybody that need to be to, to, that need to come to know the Lord. So I would I would look at those tips that I did. And you'll be really blessed by that because a lot of people are not aware that I did that article, but I get into all those different Uh tips on how to effectively witness, and I lay out different principles and building friendship, and I get into a lot of other things that's really uh, dynamic. So uh, check those out and then get back with us and let us know how it turned out. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate your call, too. God bless. God bless. Well, let's get to our next uh, caller, Brother Gary. All right, let's go to Jermaine. He's been waiting. How are you doing, Jermaine? Oh, I'm doing very well. Well, good. Good to hear your voice. And what's on your heart tonight? Well, just uh, given this week's, uh, well, just yesterday, the, the inauguration of our, our 45th president, I know there's mixed feelings from different people, uh, but I was wondering for Christians, 
how do you handle praying for a leader you may or may not have wanted in place? Right. That's a good question. Um, what I would suggest to people to do, and uh, we have a podcast set up, and I did a teaching on uh, the radio on uh, a biblical response to the election. And I mentioned about six to eight points on a response. So uh, I would say this, just to kind of whet your appetite on this, is that, and I kind of mentioned this too, is that people need to pray for uh, the president, even though they may not like him, they may not appreciate him, uh, they may not agree with him. But if you're a Christian, the Bible says that we are to pray for those who are in leadership. We are to pray for them, and we are to um, uh, make sure that uh, they are being uh, led by God, and and uh, he is surrounding himself around some people that I we I, I do have some concern about. But I I appreciate the other people that he is surrounding himself with is uh, uh, you know Franklin Graham and uh, also uh, other people that are godly, uh, Dobson and others. So. Um, you know, so we need to, the biggest thing we need to do right now is to pray for the uh, president. And we need to also um, come together uh, in, um, in, uh, in, in respect for the president, even though we may not agree with him, we have to give him a chance. Um, and uh, there's a lot of people who are uh, far leftists who literally disagree with a lot of his principles, uh, and uh, they have the right to disagree, but he's still the president, and the Bible tells us to pray for him, and we need to ask God to lead him and guide him and pray that he will be faithful to uh, his commitments. He made commitments to uh, make things better in our world, in our society, in America, and we need to give him a chance to do that Rather than, and some people will do that, but other people got leftist views that uh, it doesn't matter what uh, he does, they're going to be leftists on everything because they disagree with uh, his policies as a whole. So we, we may not agree with the policies, all of them, but the principle is we need to pray for the president, we need to come together uh, as a nation, uh, and we need to pray for his protection, and uh, we need to also... Uh, lift the situation up in the sense that uh, if he's not doing what he's supposed to do, whether we agree or disagree, God judges leaders who are not being obedient to their call. So we know that in in, in uh, Psalms 82, it says he judges the leaders. So I would say that as well. But the encouraging thing that I would say is look at uh, on www.contendingfaith.org, look at uh, the uh, on podcast what I did on a biblical view on the election and get get a copy of that or we can give you a copy and I would I would send it to them and it would be a blessing to them. All right. Well thank you, Dr. Bugner. Well thank you too. It's a real good question. We need to uh deal with these issues that you're calling about. Okay. Well God bless you and thank you for your call. All right. God bless. God bless. Let's try to get to Lee. Lee, you there? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me? Well, we can hear you loud and clear. What's on your heart tonight? We only got about two minutes, so we want to use our time wisely. 
The secular humanists have really been winning for the last eight years, and our country is totally different, radically different than when a lot of us grew up. And yet tomorrow I have read, although it still has to be done, but it should be tomorrow that President Trump is going to be writing an executive order to defund Planned Parenthood so that the government will not be putting money into taxpayers' money into what Planned Parenthood has been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is a step, in a, a huge step in the right direction. And uh, I think that Christians of all stripes need to be prepared to talk with people that are used to having their way, because even though these people are churchgoers, many of them, they're secular humanists. They're not Christian. They, they know nothing about Scripture, and they just know how to go to church on Sunday. And that would be all cross-denominations, because when you listen to them, they're actually secular humanists, but they profess Jesus. And so I think that we, in a very gracious way, need to be really equipped, because, number one, they're on the wrong page spiritually. They're not really—Jesus isn't their Lord— and the other thing is um, our, our country is going to shift, like, overnight. And mm-hmm. things are going to be getting better for Christians, but not for secular humanists. Mm-hmm. Well, so, that's, that's very true. And, um, you know, we, we also need to pray for them because they're on a path, that, like I said earlier in the message, on that broad way that leads to destruction. And we need to pray that uh, they'll see the light because they're not seeing it. They are secular humanists, but they have uh, gotten themselves to the point where they are abominable and they have uh, become reprobate, a lot of them. And uh, they believe what they're teaching is uh, is true. And uh, Second Thessalonians said that because they rejected the truth, God sent them strong delusions that they would believe a lie than the truth. So uh, this thing of abortion, I'm going to say this before we end the program, that, um, you know, God takes it very serious about uh, the killing of children. And one of the things that happened uh, back in the Old Testament, the uh, Moloch, when they were offering their God, their children to the uh, to the fire to be burned in the fire, God judged those nations severely. So that's what's going to happen to the people today too. Well, our time is out, and I hear the noise. I'm turning over to Gary. <laughs> <laughs> the music, rather. <laughs> All right. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast, and we'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Rick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. Uh, Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we bring you the best of contending for the faith um, and give you the opportunity to listen with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.